This is Pod Forsaken. The recording process has begun. Was Unfriended on your top 10 of the decade list? Sure was. It was. Oh, God, we're going to have words. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is an intervention. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Welcome to Pod Forsaken, everyone. I'm Rodney Altman. I'm Missy Levin. I'm Chris Sachs, and I'm pissed off. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. (laughs) We, uh, for, for new listeners, we're a horror review podcast where we talk about horror movies you probably haven't seen. So this week, we are doing a double feature. We're talking about uh, 2020's Host on Shudder and 2014's Unfriended. Um, But before we do that, we always do Trailer of the Week, where we talk about the trailer for the movie we're going to watch next week. So what's next week's uh, episode, Chris? His house in the middle of the street. His His house. house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This movie looks dope. Yeah. yeah, this looks surprisingly good for a Netflix original. I think it's an acquisition. I think that it would went make to... much more sense because this really looks a cut above. Yeah, it was a Sundance movie. Oh, okay, okay. It's rare for like a horror film to to do well at Sundance. Yeah, unless yeah. doesn't Sundance ha- does Sundance have like their like after midnight competition or whatever they call it at Sundance like for horror films? I don't know. Mm. I feel like we should know that. Oh, yeah, so no. how did you? So this movie, this movie just came out, right? Yeah. Like this yeah. is brand new. I literally I, bo- I booted up Netflix to uh, to keep watching something, and it, this just came up on the, the landing page, and I was like, "This is surprisingly good." What a nice little surprise! Yeah. Okay. So this stars uh, Wunmi Musaku. Oh, you, have either of you watched Lovecraft Country? Not no. yet, but I plan on it. She's in that. Okay. That that show has some ups and downs. I think it I think it starts strong and ends weak. That's what but, I've um, heard. Yeah. Yeah. She she plays a a minor character, and she's very good. Mm. Um, and then uh, Shopi Derisu, it's a pr- pronunciation I could find online. Apologize okay. if I'm saying that wrong. And um, Matt Smith, one yes. of our doctors from Doctor Who. My favorite yes. one. He's my favorite doctor. Wait, Matt really? Smith is in this movie? Yeah, he's the guy, that, like the um, the counselor guy they go to. Oh, really? that was in the trailer? Yeah, yeah, he was in the trailer a bunch of times. Yeah, he's the one uh, who's like managing their, their place. Oh, and they keep saying like... Okay, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't watch Doctor Who, so... I don't. I did, he, he's he also in the Crown. I don't watch the Crown either. So oh. there are. Well, there then are you're certain... not going to know what he's from. <laughs> <laughs> like I know that Matt Smith plays Doctor Who or played him rather. But that's all I know about him. Oh, here yeah. he. I'm looking. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah, I, I know this guy. I know him from something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it's directed by Remy Weeks, who he's credited as an editor mainly online. Is this his first feature? Uh, I I believe it is. This is. Yeah, I think this is his first feature. Yeah. No, this looks this looks very strong. Yeah. Um, so it's about two Sudanese refugees who m- are basically accepted as refugees in England, and they are put into what looks like uh, public housing, and uh, they start to believe that their house is haunted. And it seems like it, yeah, very well may be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless this is going to be one of those, you know, it's all in someone's mind thing. Like, that house looks haunted as fuck. There's like, yeah. there's clearly like ghost footprints appearing. There's like, creepy faces in the walls like this this looks like a clear-cut haunted house movie but i love the premise that they're like basically in the in the beginning of the trailer you see they're like i guess going through the application process and they basically tell them you have to remain in this house like you cannot change your residence so these people who are refugees are like they they know their house is haunted but they can't leave because yeah, it's really I sad actually they're like think about what we've done to get here we're not leaving <laughs> yeah and they show 
it, it looks like this movie movie has a bit of a budget because it shows some, you know, some sequences of them like escaping on a raft and like, clear, you know, it clearly doesn't just all take place in this house. Yeah, I didn't know if that was them getting to a, like getting. I think a, that was like away from their country or yeah. like, I, I, you know, that stuff might be shown in flashbacks throughout or maybe that's just the opening scenes of the movie. Right. Yeah. But this looks this movie looks slick. The uh, performances look really good. I, and I think, you know, a movie that's about like two refugees and then like simultaneously a ghost that seems to be like rooted in um sort of like african mythology but then because it seems like there's uh more tribal stuff going on quote unquote i don't mean that pejoratively i just mean like it seems like there's more atavistic magic happening not like uh, you know european witch magic stuff uh or like christian demonology so this it seems it seems very unique yeah well, um, it kind of, I know it's like not the same, but it did have elements. Like, I don't know if it was the music or what, but it kind of reminded me of Get Out, like the way the music was. Yeah, there's a lot of that like high tension string music. Yeah, which I, I like. I think that builds tension very well. Yeah. And sounds classy. Well, that's probably an intentional thing that the marketing team does, you know, when they're making the trailer, because they want you to emotionally remember Get Out and kind of mm-hmm. connect it to this movie, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, well, it worked. I did think of it. <laughs> um, no, I think this is it, look the the early reviews all pretty much agree this is this is good. It looks like it's one of those rare horror movies that's sort of both an actual horror movie, but it also has like a message and like an imp, you know like an important theme. Mm-hmm. And and like not just not just that it has it, but it looks like it might actually pull them both off well. You know? Yeah. It kind of yeah. reminds me of the movie we talked about a long time ago, uh, Under the Shadow. Mm, yeah. Mm. Right. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's slightly bit. different, but it's but it's like, you know, a haunted house movie set in a in an apartment building during the witch war, the Iranian war. Is that uh, Iran, Iraq war? Thank you. Yes. But yeah, this this is a this is a total pod forsaken movie. This is the kind of thing that, like, I would never probably watch on my own. I wouldn't even have heard of if it weren't for you, Chris. Yeah, I don't think Ooh, the trailer. I don't think the trailer gives away too much. Like, like any horror trailer, there are moments that are going to be spoiled, right? Absolutely. Like, you watch the trailer, and now you know that some creepy, like, kid faces are going to pop up in the wall, you know? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you certainly don't get the pleasure of watching the movie cold and being like, I wonder if this house is haunted, right? Like, yeah. Because the nature of trailers are they have to sell you on it. But it's like, I probably would have never watched this movie if it weren't for the trailer. So for sure. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. So, so for listeners, that's your homework for for next week. You should watch His House on Netflix. Then come join us, and we'll all talk about it. And mainly, the three of us will talk about it, and you listen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we, you know, we uh, we love to hear from you guys. So, uh, we always we always talk about we always post our our episodes on on Facebook and Twitter. So feel free to jump into the conversation and tell us if you fucking hated or fucking loved the movie that we watched, or somewhere in the middle. On Twitter, you can always find us at Pod Forsaken. On Facebook, Pod Forsaken Podcast. Sorry, Pod Forsaken Horror Podcast. It's hard. <laughs> Missy's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, I see that now. I'm, even I'm falling apart. Um, and, you know, you can always email us to uh, Pod Forsaken Podcast at gmail.com. But um, thanks again to being, uh, t- thanks again to all our listeners for just, you know, being loyal fans. It's awesome having you. But uh, <laughs> why, why do you always laugh, Missy? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> you think it's funny? She knows you're I- lying. <laughs> I uh no I I'm genuinely grateful for people who keep coming back to listen to me us. Me too. Me too. Definitely. Ramble about fucking horror movies no one watches. <laughs> <laughs> um 
All right, so let's dive into uh, the main the main meat of this uh, this episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So 2014's unfriended. Yeah, Rodney tricked us into watching this. <laughs> yeah, he was like, why don't we do a double feature, guys? Yeah, oh, my top ten of the decade. Uh, can we, can we I, I at least... I 100% least... get why this is a Rodney movie, Yeah, though. 100%. Like, uh, when my husband, too, when we watched this, I was like, okay, it's not a bad movie by any means, but, like, we need to do an intervention on Rodney if this is the top ten of the decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I want to say a couple things. First of all, can we at least agree that host and unfriended make for a good pairing? Yeah, yes. I get why you said that. Yeah, they, it's a good pairing for sure. Okay. Do you guys want to talk host first or you want to talk unfriended first? I Maybe think we host, could talk or, host. Well, it's host like first. that's the new one that just came okay. out pretty, yeah, yeah. like a month ago, right? Or something. Yeah. Shutter. Shutter so, exclusive. Yeah. So to be clear, I, I have a lot to say on unfriended, but we'll, we'll get there, you know? Um, so yeah, uh, host came out in July of this year. You can only watch it on Shutter. Uh, it was actually made uh during the pandemic like from from idea to the day they turned it into shutter was 12 weeks total that's where you go oh that's impressive that's really cool yeah yeah it's very impressive so no i think it's very cool i think for do what they did is very impressive i think i uh, one of the minor things i really appreciate is that they were like we made a 57 minute movie yeah didn't didn't stretch it out to 90 fucking minutes Mm -hmm. like they they made a good movie they they you know just rammed it down our throats and I loved it. Yeah, because so. this would have easily turned into so boring and repetitive if they added the extra half hour. Yep. So I I was very grateful for that. So so you guys both liked it. I, I liked it. I liked it. Like I I it's not necessarily like my type of movie, but I did really like it for what it was. Uh, I really liked it too. So just to be clear, this is a um an an all Zoom movie. The whole movie is shot on Zoom and it takes place on Zoom. And um, it's from England, so it's technically a foreign film, uh, directed by Rob Savage. I believe this is his second film, uh, second feature. He's done a bunch of short films. Um, and this actually started when he, uh, I don't know, do you guys know about the, the, what kicked this all off, the viral video he made? No. Uh, no. So basically Rob Savage, I don't know, um, like he was on some kind of work call. And he basically told his work colleagues that like, he's been hearing weird noises and shit in his house. Right. <laughs> and they encourage him to like, go check out his attic, which he does and puts the camera up there. And like, as he's turning the camera around this like demon lunges at the camera. And it was basically just like a joke. He played on all his coworkers, right. That scared the shit out of them. <gasps> and then he, this got posted online and it went viral and people kept sh- like sharing the, the fucking work prank this guy did. And this is what inspired him to take that idea and just make it into a feature length movie. That's so cool. Huh. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's funny. Cause like, I didn't know Cause I had seen that, that little short like several weeks ago and did not know that's from that guy. And so when <laughs> I was watching hosts, I was like, I wonder if this guy saw that short I saw. Turns out he's <laughs> the guy who made it. That, that makes sense. Oh, I'm glad you figured that out. <laughs> you know, the, it, Chris, you bring up an interesting point, which is that, yeah, this movie is only 57 minutes. And my my gut reaction at first was like, I don't like that. Like, that's not a movie, you know? That's just like a long short film yeah. or a short movie. Um, but it really didn't bother me. I felt like this had the perfect runtime. Yeah. It felt like a full movie. I, I was not missing. I, I think, you know, I'm not sure where the the 80, I, I forget what the, there's an official number at which a movie is considered a feature. I think it's like 75 minutes. I think it's less than that. Um, is it? Yeah, because it comes down to to reels. I believe it's actually 40, which is very strange. Um, 
It, but it, it depends. Like, uh, yeah, according to the Academy, AFI, and British Film Institute, a feature runs more than 40 minutes. Wow. While SAG asserts it needs to be 75 minutes. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. I'm, I'm a little surprised. I would have thought that uh, you said Motion Picture Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have, I thought they had it at 75, but okay. So yeah. this is technically a feature film. Yeah. Because uh, I think it goes back to like the, the olden times when somebody actually physically had to be in the booth switching over reels and they were, didn't run very long. What were they, eight minutes? Hmm. Yeah. Like back in the day, back in the day. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 we're going to compare this to Unfriended, obviously, when we get there. But like, I think in Unfriended, you feel that extra 30 minute wait, you know? Um, yeah. But it's more backstory. Basically, Unfriended has like backstory, whereas this where you get right into it. Yeah. So, OK, talking about host, uh, we will not spoil anything until we give you a fair warning. Not that there's a lot to spoil. Like, yeah, we'll be this, getting to spoilers quite quickly. It's pretty obvious what this movie is going to be about, but essentially a group of friends because they're in the pandemic are like talking over zoom and they've gotten together to have, uh, to hold a seance. And because this is a horror movie, the seance goes bad, you know? So I think that's the gist of it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's, there's like how many friends, six, seven, five girls and one guy, I think. Yeah. (laughs) And they're, they're all British except for the main character, right? And they all, all of their names in real life is what they're using in the movie. Yeah, like there's a character named Gemma. She's played by Gemma Moore. And like Emma is played by Emma Louise Webb and so forth. And I'll tell you things I I liked. One, again, I am a big found footage fan, right? And I like this kind of movie lives in that like, it's not that it's like, is it found footage? I don't, I don't know if you call it that, but like it kind of feels like it is that this is recovered hard drive footage, you know? I like that. I like the idea that the movie is happening all in real time. And just doing it over a Zoom call, I think, is is like really clever. Yeah. I also think the scares are really effective. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the the visual effects were really were really good. Like, I, I there are multiple things where I was like, I wonder how they did that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I I liked that. Like the premise for why they were staying in the house and not together is just so relatable and believable right now. Like they, you know, they acknowledged the pandemic several times, and like it it made it feel like not cheap why they couldn't just get away from the situation and be together and i i didn't i don't like found footage really but i i liked this and i get why you're saying it feels like found footage but i like that you feel like you're like part of it because you're not missing out on a minute of what's happening right i mean it's found footage in that like the cameras we are like the the screens we're watching are cameras that are in the story yeah you know what i mean like, yeah. you know, like when the camera moves it's because someone picks up their laptop and walks around with it you know fair right. yeah yeah um so it's, it's much like found we, it's happening footage happening <laughs> well yeah i mean that depends on like the weird head yeah. cannon you want to create for yourself you know like <laughs> uh, so i think for for a movie that like follows this conceit i feel like they didn't really lose the tension in a way that other movies do because at a certain i think you've mentioned this before rodney where it's like at a certain point in found footage movies there's always that question of like Put the fucking phone down. Put the camera down. Why are you doing this still? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of times they solve that because, like, the camera is the only light source, you know, and they're using right. it. And, like, I'll buy that. But in this movie, no. I, I do think my number, my, my complaint with both of these films is, is that, like, why don't you just fucking run outside? You know, like, I understand that there's, like, a, a pandemic happening, but, like, there's clearly, like, some kind of presence haunting everyone. And, like, maybe it will follow you outside. Maybe it won't. But, like, why don't you just run out into the street right and i don't think the movie does a good job of it of explaining that part well one character does one character oh runs outside yeah 
Yeah, and yeah, just no, like, I, I, I'm done. But I also understand that, like, there's a there's also sort of a morbid curiosity of like, you know, if you were on a Skype call and one of your friends are had having freaking shit happen on their end, you you would stay glued to your screen. Right. Um, it's just like the minute like a bookcase would fall over in my room. There is no way I would just be sitting in my dark living room, still staring at the laptop screen. You know? Right, right. Um, but clearly, I've made it very clear in previous episodes. I'm a fucking runner. Like I, I run. <laughs> the, the, the second anything bad happens, if I run a horror movie, I'm just running. <laughs> like, yes, that's quite clear. <laughs> so I don't think there's a lot really to like set up. Like, the movie is very unclear on why we're having a seance. Like, I think that's one of my... Um, well, the girl Haley, the that's like the main girl, she's done it a few other times in person, and she like, right, wants her friends like, to do it. It's no, just like obviously... something fun to do because everyone's bored in the quarantine. Yeah, I, I guess. It's just like, um, here's here's what's missing for me in those, those, like, those extra 20 to 30 minutes, right? It's that like, because this movie just lunges right into things, I don't really know, like... Like they're told everyone bring like a like a special item that like is connected to someone you love who's dead, right? But like we don't actually spend any time getting to know like who wants to contact who, you know? Like no one says, Oh, my poor grandmother, she died. Yeah, we get one, one from Teddy. Right. So basically the girls are there's 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 um there's Haley who's I believe she's American, correct? Or at least she's doing an American accent. Yeah. And she's the first one. So from what we can tell in the movie, it's her, the perspective is from her laptop because she's the one who sets up the Zoom call. Right. When the movie starts, it's just her, right? Uh, and she just like, I'm not sure why she's like just on Zoom by herself. It's so that we can, I think you she's know. Just like, well, I think she's setting, yeah, up, she's the setting up the call. Okay, valid. I also thought it's weird that they're planning to do this seance like during the day, like daylight is like streaming in. Yeah. By the end of the movie, it is nighttime. But yeah. It's just... It, it's one of those things that kind of just bugs me because it's like your movie is only 57 minutes long. So I guess it's possible that the sun was just starting to set. But like, why not just make your spooky movie happen at night? That's a fair. Yeah. I didn't honestly didn't notice. But I get, yeah, that totally makes sense. Yeah. But but despite those shortcomings, I liked the opening sequence because as she's setting it up, we sort of act very cannily set up the the space of her apartment because she's carrying the laptop around as she goes and gets changed. And then when she's in the back room, she starts to hear this like rhythmic thumping from the other room. And as she goes out into the hallway, her closet door just opens suddenly and all the shit spills out. I thought that was a, like a good tense moment yeah. to just get you into the Dude, scene. I'm going to say, I think this movie is filled with good tense moments. Like yeah. while I have negative things to say about it, this is a good horror movie. Like yeah. for, for, uh, for a tiny little budget that they made on zoom. Do like, you know bravo. what the budget was? I have no idea, but it had to be very low. Well, they didn't get zoom premium. So I <laughs> yeah. know, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was very relatable as well. <laughs> that That's another, that's like, again, a minor ding, but like, you know, there's a part where like the 40 minute Zoom timer comes up, but like the movie is 57 minutes long. So that doesn't really make any sense. Right. Well, then also this is just like a minor. This is like one of those things about the conceit of a found footage movie, quote unquote, is that that happens as shit is starting to go off the rails and somebody goes up and closes that thing. But Haley's no longer on the screen. So who's doing that? The demon? It just doesn't. It's like a cute like wink at the audience. But in terms of the logic of the movie, it doesn't make sense. Oh, I didn't I didn't even think about that. But you're, you're totally right. I just assumed that was one of the other characters. The demon you know, can right. do stuff. Demon yeah. can do stuff. Right. I mean, he fucking hates pop ups like everyone. <laughs> yeah. 
So let's just let's just talk about the rest of the cast real quick, right? Like I I, I don't know who is what name, right? But there's basically like yeah. Well, next we meet Gemma, who she's the knocking that Haley hears from the other room is Gemma throwing a stick up at her window to get her attention to, to let her into the room. Which they must leave like they must live like right next to each other. Yeah, right. they are clearly they clearly live on the same block or so. Because I was like, I don't understand why she's throwing a stick at her window. Uh-huh. But then I at first I thought she was like her roommate, and they were just you know in different. You're rooms. Right, that's what I thought too. But again, the movie. On the on the one hand, I totally get it. By the end of the film, you realize that, yeah, she lives down the street, basically. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I personally would have dropped a line about how close they live, just so I know that. That kind of bumped me that, yeah, she was. Okay, she's clearly not afraid to leave the house if she, you know, is willing right. to throw a stick at the window. Uh, But so she joins. We get the sense that Gemma's like they're friends, but Gemma's kind of annoying. Because she, like, is the person who joins on her phone and then walks home and joins on her computer. And then they're getting that, like, echoey <laughs> but, feedback. Yeah, that went on yeah. too long. I was like, I- I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we meet uh, Radina, who Radina, right before COVID, moved in with her, like, boyfriend of, like, three weeks. And now they fucking hate each other because they're trapped <laughs> together. Uh, yeah, he, meet- he, he's basically like, I'm going to be in uh, like she basically asks him to just go in the other room and leave her alone while they, she does her Zoom seance. Right. And then we meet Emma, who is the, uh, you know, e- extra trickster. And she's constantly playing with the uh, Zoom masks. Yeah. And like has like a, a, a demon mask and a pig mask and a weird tongue lizard mask. <laughs> and then uh, Caroline, who lives with her dad. And I, seems... I really liked her conceit. You mean her background? Yes. Yeah. Caroline basically, she makes her Zoom background. She basically recorded herself just doing mundane shit, like brushing her teeth and like getting underwear out of a drawer in her bedroom. But like that is her her actual background. So while she's sitting there talking to her friends in the background, there's a copy of her like walking around her room, which is so like, you know that this is going to be important uh-huh, later. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I was like, that's brilliant. That's some fucking brilliant horror <laughs> right. right there. Uh-huh. But so what's so smart about that is that so her the framing of her shot is it's her in her bedroom and it's just like wall behind her. But to the far right of the frame is her uh, door out to the hallway. So whenever it goes to a close up of her, you're constantly looking there like what's going to come out of the doorway? What's going to come out of the doorway? <laughs> yeah. The, the I mean, again, the according to, um, you know, the Internet, the director had to work with them all over over zoom right so like everyone was responsible for their own lighting is that true because uh, i was wondering that like because some of it is like pretty involved shots like through zoom like they had other if there was people in their houses helping yeah i mean i'm sure that like he probably came to their house and like left them a package of audio equipment and, and but still and like shit. it was like it wasn't as basic as i would think well y- yeah i mean um you know, uh, I recently produced uh, a video like this for, for for my job, and we had to do the same thing because we shot it during the pandemic where we asked all the actors to basically like set, decorate their own house. Like, you know, like we did audio tests and, and, and blocking with them. And it was really an interesting way to work. So, you know, like uh, if, if uh, Gemma's room is all like blue, that's because like she probably had blue lights, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So... What happens next? Basically, they then um, we, we, we get a little bit of character intro. You got to talk about the guy. Oh, oh, yes. Teddy joins who he's like their their one male friend in this uh, friend group. But he's staying with his like new girlfriend who's like 
just dumb. They don't she's like so her. So annoying. But she has like rich yeah. parents, so they're staying right. at this fancy house. Yeah. So he says that he has this little music box, and the person he wants to communicate with is his deceased brother. And his brother would always like play tricks on him with the the music box by leaving it around and leaving it open. So he's like, oh, the, the little song it plays haunts me. And I was like, that's a that's a good creepy setup. And mm-hmm. I buy that mm-hmm. as opposed to like forcing a music box into the story. Totally. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm just saying like, how come no one else shares what their item is or who they're yeah, going to contact? Yeah, that could easily made the movie a little yeah. longer. Like one person says, or Emma says like, oh, can I communicate with a dead pet? And Gemma asks, oh, can I communicate with my grandparents because they don't speak English. They only speak Chinese. And so and then this is after we meet the, the person leading the seance, Salen. And she's saying that, like, everybody speaks the same language on the other side. And so it doesn't matter what language you're speaking. They'll be able to understand you. And the other thing that's important is they, uh, Kaylee and Salen keep saying, like, you know, we're doing – there's no reason that a seance shouldn't work over Zoom. But just remember, we're, like, forming a circle together and we're calling out to the other side. So just please be respectful. Yeah, she says that since they're not really there together holding hands, that it won't be as um, safe of a link, basically. Like, it's a little bit more untethered since they're not there together. So they have to be extra careful to be respectful. Right. And she also says that, like, if for any reason things start getting weird or you're freaked out, like, imagine that there's like a rope tied around you going to your front door and that just imagine cutting the rope and that will, like, sever the connection to the astral plane. Yes. Right. But yeah, none of them are taking it seriously. They Besides come up with Haley. a drinking well, game. Well, Haley. Haley is. The person right. who's running but, it, yeah. But right. Aside from Haley and Salem, the 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 medium, they uh, they're like, oh, every time she says astral plane, we're going to we're going to take a shot. Yeah. So Teddy yeah. starts saying, like, what was the name of that plane again? Oh. <laughs> yeah. And then you see everyone bow down off frame and take a shot. <laughs> I thought that was really fun. It was cute. <laughs> yeah. They, they seem like like real friends, you know, mm-hmm. they're and I don't know. Maybe they are in real life, but interactions felt genuine. And I felt like everyone was I think that's one of the things about found footage films for me is that people feel more real. Like it doesn't feel like acting except in the occasional movie, like the gallows, you know, but, <laughs> but most found footage movies, I just believe that they're real people. And I, I don't know why that is. Um, maybe I'm just more willing to forgive the acting or maybe it's cause it requires longer takes, you know? And so people have to like get more into the character, but I don't know. Like these are all actresses who I've never seen before, but they were all very good. Like there was no one that I was like, Oh, I don't believe her. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were all really good actors. I think maybe my favorite was Carolyn, Caroline, mm. but they, they were all really good. Like when, when some of them started to get like scared and like crying and different stuff yeah. like that, like, so I mean, some of them were better than that at others, but they were all really, really good overall. None so, of them bumped me. So yeah, basically, you know, Haley is like, wouldn't it be fun if we all did a digital seance? And they, yeah, she, she hires this woman, Salen, who's like, I'm going to walk you through it. And then, uh, I keep Teddy. Teddy. Teddy's girlfriend is like she's in the movie for like three minutes or less, but she's super annoying. And she basically just like closes the laptop and like ends the Zoom call for Teddy. She's so fucking annoying. She's and like, I got to tell you, like, like, it's one thing, you know, like I get it. He has a new girlfriend and like, you know, he's into her. But like it I found it really hard to believe that he wouldn't be like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I'm hanging out with my friends. Uh, like, I think that he just like it really f- like. Uh, feels like she's kind of out of his league at, like being like rich and blah 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 and is like doing whatever she wants like there are totally guys like that like he seems like really whipped 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's what it is. She's like, she's very attractive and he's whipped. I think that's what we sum it up as. But my problem here is that that makes Teddy not be a character in the movie, right? Like, yeah. Teddy is missing from 80% of this film. Yeah, that should have happened so, much later into the seance if they were going like, to do that. Like, I would, it, he, he should have gotten cut off and then five minutes later come back in. Yeah. I'd be like, sorry, what I miss or whatever. Yeah. But so, like, it, it's just weird to introduce a character who's not going to be in most of the movie. Yeah. Uh, eh. That, that actually is probably my biggest issue with the movie right there. But again, he's not really important. Like, like no one in this, like no one really has characters. They're, they might as well just be called characters one through seven, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, except for Gemma, not to be confused with Emma, because there's a Gemma and an Emma. <laughs> uh, but Gemma is absolutely the most annoying person in the movie and is the fault this all happens. This yep. is 100% her fucking fault. Uh-huh. Yeah. So after a little bit of fun and games where they're like opening, the, doing the circle and starting it all, uh, they get interrupted by hearing a knocking. And then the medium, Salen, is like, oh, that's my that's my Postmates. <laughs> and I was just like, that's a good gag. But like, wouldn't you be like, hey, we can't start yet because I don't want to interrupt the circle. I know. Again, and I'm like t- all the girls are like, are we paying her for this like that doesn't seem <laughs> right <laughs> and she's like yeah i'm really sorry i thought it would have been here by now but like clearly it wasn't there by now so yeah, why so you did you start it. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, like it so just that, makes no sense yeah I, again it's just like it's i think in the moment a lot this this movie is filled with things in the moment that are really good but when you take a step back you're like wait a minute that doesn't make sense but i do like because like, it takes her a long time to get her food yeah yeah and it it really holds on like all, you're right I, I think missy you said this like all the cameras are set up so that like there's always like to the right of the person this like long hallway shot of their house yeah, right. <laughs> and so you're just you're just staring at Waiting. like salen's like creepy basement door mm-hmm. and her house is very scary like she lives in like a stone cave or something it's very... it looks like she lives in the blair witch basement yeah it's <laughs> very upsetting yeah <laughs> i was like so, really like Sorry, my landlord says I have to position this in the corner for some reason. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she comes back and um, they finally get underway with the seance. And yeah. that's when Gemma starts experiencing something or she she like uh, is she's like calling out to her dead friend or something. Yeah, her dead yeah. friend Jack. And she feels something brush her neck and mm-hmm. she freaks out. And then and she's, she's like, "There's, it's getting heavier. Like, it feels heavier on my shoulder and my neck. Yeah. She tells the tearful story of a, a friend of hers who committed suicide by hanging himself. And he was always so nice to her. And just then, Salem's internet cuts out and the, th- the five girls are left alone. But did you see, like, I actually rewound this like four times. It looked like something was in her, Salem's Her lamp room. fell over. It was her lamp. I, yeah. I couldn't figure out what that was. Okay. Yeah, I... I... I didn't. I thought it was like a like a like a sickle or something. I thought it was a sickle her. too. It looked like a guy with a sickle. That's what I yeah. thought it was. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's what well, it looks I did, like. I didn't rewind it. I just like in the moment it I looked like someone killed. I did a few times because I was so confused. I rewound it because I I was like, what was that? And I'm pr- I'm pretty sure it was a lamp. I'm gonna go back and look and see if it was a sickle. <laughs> I'm, it's definitely. <laughs> it's, it's definitely. It. Uh, it's definitely a not a sickle. Haunting, haunting Europe. <laughs> the specter of communism. <laughs> but uh. So after, you know, Gemma goes through this whole thing uh, that she's freaking out and then she starts like laughing and everyone's like, what's up? And she basically says, like, I made it up like I never had a friend named Jack, you know, like nothing touched my neck. And and like I get like Haley is really upset because she says at the beginning that she really wants everyone to take this seriously. Right. And like, again, the movie, it sort of suffers from the case of like. Why didn't you have this conversation prior to the Zoom call, right? Like when right. you were when you were having 
the when you were sending out emails being like, who wants to do a Zoom seance? And Gemma was like, I'm in. Weren't you like, listen, I you think can't be was. a jackass about I it. I think right? she was. I guess but, she was. I guess Gemma's was, just a Gemma's clearly a dick, and she's like, what? Nothing was happening. I had to get the ball rolling. I had to get things started. Nothing was happening. I had to say something. Uh, She tells them all she wants them to take it seriously at the beginning, and I'm sure she said it beforehand. Yeah, Yeah. totally fair. But, you know, not to spoil the movie, but, like, also in a world where it seems like people have done plenty of seances. Demons are not real in this way, if they are real. I don't want to say, please don't kill me. Yeah! Um, (laughs) Chris, like, <laughs> I am very real. You respect okay, all right, us, you're real. Chris. Respect I, us. I acknowledge your existence. I apologize. Do you respect but in us? This world, you- in this world, what we come to find out is that, like, by Gemma made it up, and by making up a, I, I like this concept. By yep. making up a dead person and the seance, you've basically created an empty vessel, a mask that anything from the other side could step into. So they've essentially invited a demon in by doing this. I like that concept. But if you knew that was real, I feel like you would say like, listen, it's really important that you take this, <laughs> you know? Not well, just I don't be like, think hey, that be, Haley hey, be respectful, fam. I think Salen knew that and she was a very irresponsible guide. <laughs> right? But I don't think Haley knew that. She, she just, you know, wanted them to take it seriously, but not because she thought they were all going to die if they didn't take it seriously. Right, but that's, that's I blame Salen. Salen, like, do better At the time. very least. At the very least. <laughs> just show up to the family's funerals and be like, I just want you to know, I apologize. Here's your $15 back. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's this for? Oh, it, your your daughter was having a uh, a Zoom seance and accidentally invited a demon into a house. That's what killed her. Okay, cheerio. <laughs> wait, excuse me. <laughs> um, wait, wait. You say you do seances? Can I, I talk do. To my I daughter. Do. Yeah. Oh yes. Here's my card. We can set up a Zoom seance anytime okay, you want. Great. Only oh, yeah. if you buy uh, me just, some Postmates. Just be careful because uh, I I actually get uh, Postmates all the time and I'm yeah. terrible about staying on top of that. <laughs> and can I come use your internet? Because mine doesn't work. <laughs> I, I guess it's just like you're right that seems like a really big warning you should give but like if you don't believe in demons it wouldn't matter right because like she would have said to to everyone hey just just so you know don't be funny and act like you're seeing anything because i could summon a demon but like but i, I feel I, like the very specific like please don't make up dead people because you'll al- allow something to come through the door yep no i mean like look i i think like i said this movie the pro of it being 57 minutes is that it moves really fast and like yeah. you get right to it you don't have time the to downside linger on these things is that there's no time for really setting up the rules you know like like yeah i i feel like salen does not really go into much about how seances work or what we're doing right she's the and worst like, yeah like like i almost felt like maybe she's just making this up and doesn't actually know how to do seances <laughs> Because, like, again, this is the part where I feel like she would say, let's go around one by one and everyone tell us who it is you're trying to contact, right? Mm-hmm. Right, so, right, right. Like, like Emma being like, yo, can I contact my dead pet? It's like, lady, now's not the time to ask this. You should have asked that a week or two ago, right? Because that would have determined what item you're bringing to the seance. But I only yeah. got this collar. I'd I only to talk to mittens. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, obviously, they invite a demon in and the demon starts to terrorize them not one by one he kind of just sort of terrorizes them he jumps around you know he gets around (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and you can imagine what the movie is from there it's a bunch of creepy sequences and jump scares playing out over zoom as a demon you know gets them 
Yeah. I, I really like the idea, though, that like because – well, so when, when Salen leaves, they all are like, all right, let's take a five and we'll come back to this. And I really like that when they all get up, Gemma's candle blows out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie's just filled with nice little touches like mm-hmm. that, where it feels very thoughtful in, a, in again, in how the moments are crafted. Or, like, uh, Caroline hears something up in her attic, and so she, like, they have, like, one of those trapdoors with the, uh, the ladders on it. And very smartly, she pulls it down and is like, I'm not going up there. She goes and gets a selfie stick so that she can put her camera up there. And then... Like, you know, it's not really a spoiler. Should we, should, we might as well just move into spoilers. Yeah. It's very hard. Well, There's not they, much to talk about here. You know? There right. actually it's isn't, like, but they, they call Salen next and tell her what's happening. And you're like, are you coming back, bitch? And she's, <laughs> and she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just noshing on this Chinese food real quick. This yeah. pad thai is so delicious. I'll be back for, to help you with your demon problem in 10 minutes. <laughs> so she, Salen informs them all to like do the thing where they imagine cutting the string like to their door, like tethering them on their stomach um, and like gives, gives her a little advice. But of course, like her Wi-Fi situation, she has shitty service too. So the call drops out and Salen's not to be heard from now at all. So they, they all try to disconnect from the spirit and like they think that like, OK, well, maybe it's fine. That was pretty funny, right? Ha ha ha. We're good. And and now was when things start to get like really extreme. Yeah. Yeah, what I what I liked was the like the rising tension, right? Like the way you could the 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 actresses really sell the process of going from like we're all having fun to like oh that's a little creepy, I'm getting creeped out to like genuine terror levels, mm-hmm. you know? Like it really seems like they're genuinely crying, like they're like they're all in different levels of freaking out, and I was just I thought that sells the movie, right? Because I think I really think a horror movie lives and dies on the power of the actors in it to make you believe they're in the situation they're in, which is true, right. I guess, of any movie, you know? Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, they, they basically get terrorized and picked off one by one in a series of very, very unique and authentic to Zoom sequences. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm going to say if you um, if you haven't watched this one yet, th- I think this is a lights off in the quiet kind of movie. Definitely. Like, honestly, I watched this in bed with the lights off on my computer and it was the perfect viewing experience. Oh, watching on your, on your computer, computer. That's good. I didn't think of that. I yep. didn't think of that either. That would have been perfect. Oh, yeah. Like it, you're Chris, you nailed it. Chris yeah. wins the award for a viewer of the week, which oh, never oh, happens oh, for oh, Chris. Yes, yeah. I He's always watching on his movie phone because like it's under 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris is normally watching like in the glare of the sun on his iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I'm out at the beach. Like the- <laughs> I can't see this or hear this. It's terrible. <laughs> With ads in the middle and <laughs> pausing six times. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like this movie doesn't have much to offer in except for like the building sense of dread. And so but I, I like that it's one of those horror movies that's like they they broke it, they sinned. And so they're getting punished for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Gemma did, didn't re- respect it. She fucked up. And now this is the result of her action. But like, interestingly enough, like the the demon kills everybody one by one before Gemma. Like right. Gemma is left just kind of OK watching for most of it. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah. I feel like that's the punishment, right? Yeah. But none. But they didn't do anything wrong. Like, why? They were why part did... of the circle, so they they were touched. It doesn't right, matter if but... they did anything wrong. The demon had free access to them because of this, and he's a right. demon, so he's gonna do whatever mischief he can do. Yeah, well, it's I'm their just fault going by... for being friends with Gemma. 
Yeah, this is, yeah. She, they should have cut her out a long time ago. Yeah, this is a story about toxic personalities. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a bad friend in your life and you don't cut them out, this could happen to you. Yes. <laughs> I just mean, Chris, like you have, you seem to have this this hard rule about like the, the bad things that happen to people in horror movies has to be brought upon them by their bad choices. I just prefer that because otherwise it just feels like, you know, life is random and chaos happens. And it's like, yeah, life is random and chaos happens. So you're okay with as long as one person in the story started the chain of events everyone else paying for sins they well, didn't it makes commit. sense yeah. it's not fair but it makes sense sure yeah I, I think that's a level of unfairness i'm okay with but just like i'm a character who was like like i feel like this it's the strangers where they're like why are you doing this it's because you were home like i feel like that movie i enjoy because i think it's unique and different but that sentiment i don't like because it's like yeah that like why not make a horror movie about a car accident like oh it just happens sometimes Oh, that's good. I like it. <laughs> I'd watch that. You would. You would. <laughs> All right. So, look, I, I, again, if, you, if you're if you thinking about checking it out, that's, I, I'm just saying you should definitely watch this. You should I definitely agree. watch it. Yeah. I think that a couple of the small things are like, one, I love that sequence with Caroline. Basically, her background starts playing. Yes. And it's on loop. Like, Caroline, Caroline, come back. Come yeah. over here. And they but forget. Yeah. And then they realize it's her. Her background actually goes to a different... The one that she plays in the beginning goes to a different drawer. Oh, good catch. Which I was like, I, that's weird. Well, I, I thought she just recorded like 20 minutes of her yeah, going back and forth. Maybe that's what it drawers. was. Yeah. But because if you don't know how Zoom backgrounds work, it only shows your face <laughs> and then like uh, basically mats out everything else. So you're just seeing it. So, you know, nobody's sitting in front of the computer. And then her face comes slamming in as she's hit on the keyboard over and over and over. Yeah. Or the desk. Yeah. And and her face is like coming in and out of the background, getting bloodier and bloodier. Yeah. And and I was like, I was applauding at that point. It was yeah. great. Yeah. I, I thought that was a great sequence. I didn't think the art, the 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 makeup effects were very good. Now oh, I know I she's them. doing it herself, but it just didn't look. It looked like I very. Was good with it. I mean, they showed it for such short, like like a half a second each time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's there's like one shot towards the end where she's kind of like sitting there, like oh, help me, like that shot. And I was just like, eh, that looks very, you know high school theater makeup -y. I thought she was the best at crying of all of them like I thought mm. she did a really good job like conveying fear and terror oh yeah. really I I was gonna give that to to, to Emma I oh she's she my was... second favorite uh, okay. for, for yeah. Uh, yeah quality well because she spent half the movie just crying that's yeah. true that is true yeah <laughs> Let's, why don't we move into spoilers so we can talk about didn't what happened first. Oh, I thought we did. I thought we did. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't give the official three, two, one countdown, oh, but fair enough. We can put that in. We now, I mean, again, everyone, you know, everyone or at least all but one are going to die because it's a fucking horror movie, right? Yeah. yeah. So then Teddy joins back in at the height of this and is like, hey, everyone. Come back. <laughs> Here's a little marionette doll. Do, 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 yeah. do. <laughs> and then that goes into a great sequence, which is obviously the the like highest budget, most VFX heavy part. With with his girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, that hasn't happened yet, but we can, so it doesn't really matter what order Yeah, I was curious how they did this because like I, I, I don't know if there's if it's if there's any CG in this movie or not. Because that's there like is because there are VFX companies listed. Oh, OK. Good call. Good catch. Yeah. OK. So, yeah, what happens to his girlfriend? She gets like she gets he runs outside. because right. He's like getting stalked around the house by the invisible demon. And he sees her by the pool and she gets yanked up by her hair like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. And then her neck snapped and she's dropped into the it pool. It was good. I mean, she did. Yeah. She deserved it. She did deserve yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. She's the worst. Yeah. Even worse. Well, than at Gemma, the same time, maybe. though, she basically almost saved Teddy's life. Like if he had 
not rejoin the call. That's true. He, he and yeah. her would have lived. Oh, that's very true. Oh, well, now yeah. So okay. really, his bitchy girlfriend's the the best person in the movie. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Accidentally. Well, um, then we have Rodina who lives with her boyfriend. Uh, well, wait, who... what what happens to what happens to Teddy after his girlfriend gets? Oh, Teddy then runs to like a barn that's under construction or something. I don't know. It's but... like a big estate. I think it's like their stables. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he starts to hear the music box playing, which I thought was a great sequence. <laughs> and uh, he goes to find it. And then he just what happens? He just like trips and gets set on fire. He gets he, lit, he gets lit on fire. It starts from his like bottom of his body and goes up. I mean, to his skin and stuff like it, it looked yeah. pretty. It looked good. impressive. He's like laying yeah. there unconscious while his body is starting. To and burn. then he wakes up and starts screaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that was impressive. I was like, hey, eh, not yeah. sure how you pulled that off. I in assume the sequence they of the movie, him. though, Teddy and his girlfriend are killed when it's only, like it's only Emma left on Zoom yes. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Emma gets terrorized and Radina goes and looks for her boyfriend. And that's I think that is, this is going way back. We're jumping around. But like that's when things start to get really fucked up and off the rails mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is because she's in a two bedroom apartment and can't find her boyfriend anywhere. Yeah. Right. And we know that like we haven't seen him leave because mm-hmm. of where her camera is mm-hmm. um unless 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 the i mean it seems like it's looking at her front door but... it de- yeah it definitely is and they're like well you probably just went to the market and no he, but this he... is this is one of those things that like somewhere around like you know 30 minutes in when things are really getting terrifying i don't get why she isn't already running for her boyfriend and like screaming right like, that's honey her, that's come true. in here yeah like, it makes no sense yeah you know yeah i agree i think she hates him but i don't think she hates him i think they're just like you know they're like they're in the middle of a of a lover's spat, you know, and mm-hmm. it's clear that like when this if the Zoom call had gone normally, they would have a fight afterwards, you know. Mm-hmm. But like all that gets set aside when like your you see your friend's head smash into the computer, you know. True. Yeah, eventually she does go to look for her boyfriend who is now missing, and she like what calls his phone and it rings. Yeah, in the finds room. it in the bathroom, and and she doesn't actually find him until a bunch of other stuff happens, and then his body falls from the ceiling yeah his dead body falls from the ceiling (laughs) yeah and again it's like look i I don't know i guess her apartment has high ceilings or something but like i find it very hard to believe you wouldn't notice a full body stuck to your ceiling you know what i mean like i I think it was like under the rafters or something under what do you mean under the rafters like Like i think like you know like in like panels on the ceiling like i think he like came through panels like he was stuffed on top Oh, I mean, you don't see a panel come down with him or anything, but like, I guess. sure, Missy's head cannon. Yeah, <laughs> I'll buy it. I mean, we we don't really know because he just comes flying down from the ceiling. You're right. The director never shows us what her ceiling looks like, so I can't really be upset. <laughs> but uh, I, I think what I liked is the demon is really malicious. Like he is he is just there to fucking terrorize and kill. And I think the kills are very unique. Um, they keep that going well. I like the the way that the part where Haley's chair gets like yeah. pulled. That's that's very yeah. that's early in. They, that's when I would have disconnected and run away. I know they, like that happens really early in, and they brush it off. But then it happens much more aggressively. She's literally like sitting there, and her while in her chair gets dragged like twenty feet away from her computer at a very high and, speed. <laughs> it's like clear that a ghost did it, right? The only options are a ghost did it, or you're fucking around with everyone, and like your friend has string in the other room, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. At that point, I think I. No, to being honest, I guess at that point I'd still be sitting there watching. I'd be like, oh, I gotta know, because I'd be like, wonder what the ghost is gonna do to Haley next. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Haley really fucked up. <laughs> um, how does Emma die? Um. Oh, 
Oh, uh, she gets terrorized and runs around the house and then hides in her. She gets like a bag of flour and keeps like throwing flour oh, around the room and the yeah. and it's kind of like Invisible Man and so like he'll like his he'll step in it so we see the footprints of the demon like going in the flour. Yep. And he he like kind of plays with her a lot longer than the others. He kills the others much quickly. He seems to be playing with her. Which again, I feel like it would make sense if it were Gemma that's stuck there watching it. But eh, whatever. Again, no one like. I, I know it's almost impossible to call the police, but d- no one does, right? Like, no one... Well, Am I wrong? Haley gets on this, like, chat roulette thing, and... No. No. Wrong, wrong movie. movie. <laughs> oh, sorry! <laughs> um, <laughs> but, like, like I, again, I... I, I I just watched this movie. I don't remember specifically if anyone calls the cops I don't think or calls they for do. help. No, I don't think anyone does. But it's like after someone gets their head bashed into the computer, that's when you call the cops and be like, you don't say like a ghost killed my friend, but you say someone, we were on a Zoom call and someone smashed my friend's head. Can you get over there right away? You know, <laughs> but no one does that. And again, like, that's the thing. I, I just, I don't understand why nobody leaves, you know? Right, right. And that that's um, always the the thing of the, the conceit of these movies where it's like starts to strain credulity. It's like, why don't you call the cops? Why why are you still on your computer at a certain point? Right. Like I'd understand if like Salen is on there and she's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. Or if Salen had said like, listen, the circle is still connected as long as we're all on zoom. Right. right. And, and right. they're like, it'll get even worse if you log off. Yeah. Something like that. But the movie doesn't do that. And so you're just watching a bunch of people. And like, I know they're, I, I know they're trying to say like, Oh, but the pandemic's outside, but like, you can still go outside. It's not just like yeah, fucking. Yeah, I mean, at, right the be- at the very beginning of the pandemic, though, it was kind of like. I gotta tell you, know. I will take COVID over the demon <laughs> from hell, right? Like, I'll definitely. That is an easy yeah. choice. <laughs> well, the only one who does run is Gemma, and she fucking takes forever to get that mask over her nose. I know. I hated that. <laughs> fucking Gemma. Ge- that Gemma is the type of person that would do that. Yeah. yeah. So she runs so- over to Haley's apartment. Right, and she, like, well, breaks she, in. She, like, runs around outside for a while because it's, like, ten minutes. In the beginning of the movie, she's on a phone call for three minutes and gets home, and then it's, like, ten minutes between her leaving and getting to Haley's place. Yeah. yeah so I'm assuming I mean, she was just walking around. It could be a bunch of things, you know? Yeah. Like, she has a slow elevator, maybe, and she got lucky when she was going home, but coming <laughs> out, no, you know? It was all the way in the basement, and she's on the 20th floor. I can relate to that in my old place. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I like that she she comes over. I think that's a, you know, that was set up well. And but how'd she get in? in? I thought she, I thought Haley lived on the second story. She def- well, she climbed I, the I window, it, didn't she? Didn't she climb the window? I don't yeah. know if we see how she got in. She, we just see the window break and her crawl in through the window. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and she, she ends up finding Haley in like hiding in like her well, bedroom. She gets in and is looking around for Haley. And then this beer bottle come, flies off oh, the, yeah. the oh, yeah. counter and smacks <laughs> her in the head. <laughs> That was a little sad. That's pretty satisfying. <laughs> yeah, I like that was a good touch. I think that that looked real, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and then she finds Haley like hiding in the back room or whatever. And uh, this is this is sort of like how every found footage movie ends. It's like the shaky cameras going down the dark hallways, you know, going around yeah. the corner. Uh, like it's kind of just where your movie is going to naturally yeah. go. So every like three steps, uh, uh, which one? Haley takes a Polaroid picture and like, yeah. OK, is anything Using there? the flash to illuminate it. Mm-hmm. Right. Which was set up earlier. The minute yeah. the minute someone pulls out a Polaroid uh-huh. camera in a horror film, you know, that's going to be used later. Right. Yeah. And it, I think it was the fifth Polaroid picture. Yeah, is when... it was just a jump scare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but it was good. It was like good. That... Yeah, it was scary. Yeah, that it was one was very good. Scary. I thought that was the best version of the demon because we saw it maybe flash two, two or three times before that. 
And again, it's in different people's apartments, so each person's doing like a different iteration of it. I thought the other ones looked a little meh. This, yeah, I mean, it, ha yeah, this it happens the best. so quick that like, like obviously you can pause the movie and look at it. Yeah, but, but I mean, I feel like if I, I look at it and it's like three frames of something and it looks like a person covered in grease paint, I'm like, meh. It takes me out of it personally. Well, yeah, you shouldn't pause the movie. You I didn't pause like, it. I'm not saying you. I mean, anyone. <laughs> like the movie's meant to. Yeah, it's 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 you know special effects are not meant to be stared at much like magic mm -hmm. tricks you know like you just yeah. let it happen but i agree at the end that jump scare that got me i like i knew it was going to happen and yet it fucking made me jump right well uh, and that that's the i think it shows how rob savage is a good director because you would expect to come on two or three i know but, but having yeah. it wait until five is like i know you played with the expectation because that's that's the mark of somebody who understands editing i thought it was going to come yeah. on three and I was like, I thought wow, three not too. Four? I was like, third one, yeah. and then four, and you're like, oh, no, nothing yet. Like, yep. and then then it gets you. Yeah. yeah. Um, we also didn't talk about the part where the demon puts on a face filter. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I like that. It was. It was I, all right. I mean, I, I like they're they're using all the novelty that Zoom has, like all the things you could do with it. But it wasn't like scary. Just looked like a kind of funny clown with a sad face. Yeah, but it's like floating with no body. Like, yeah, it I, like the the face itself was not scary, but that would that would terrify me. I think more than anything else in the movie, if there were just like a face that were floating in my living room and it turned and looked at me. <laughs> Actually, I guess that wouldn't be more terrifying than an actual demon. Or we didn't talk about when like uh, Emma puts or whoever looks up in their attic with the with the Caroline. selfie stick. Is it Caroline? Okay. Yeah. And like she's not looking, but she as she's turning the camera, you see like a like a like a like a body hanging and you just see the feet um mm -hmm. and that moment is basically the moment that is the recreation of the the short film that oh, rob okay. savage did cool but again it, you know they all at the end they're all dead right it just ends on that jump scare and it implies that the demon kills them yeah too. it's like the just the after credits are like the zoom box the, thing oh yeah the credit the credits are kind of cool they're yeah, done it was as very like, smart it was yeah they're like a part of the zoom call mm -hmm. like as though they're all participants mm-hmm Fun fact that I think the sound designer or uh, like his his camera, his camera icon is off. There's like a little wink. Uh -huh. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> um, but overall, I thought it was like a really effective, well done movie. And like, again, yeah. bravo for making a movie in 12 weeks from start to finish. 12 weeks during a pandemic, at less than an hour. They, I mean, they fit a lot in there. It's well um, worth your time. Obviously. It's hard for me to watch this movie and not just think about Unfriended. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's kind of why I wanted to, comp you know, do a double feature and talk about. And clearly, movie. I just mixed them up. I was trying to say something happened in in this that happened in Unfriended. <laughs> right. I mean, in in many ways, they're basically the same movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I do think there are some differences that we'll we can talk about. But before we move on, was there anything you guys wanted to say else about Host? Um, did, Chris, did you go back and see if that was a sickle getting Salem? No, I think it's just like a, a lamp in her bookcase. Okay, okay. As long as does, she's okay. Does Salem? what happens to her character? I think she's you. fine. <laughs> she just right, gets she, cut out and she's yeah. like, my internet's not working. No, she's not fine. Her, li her life is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, I can't get internet. I can't do Postmates. <laughs> I can't. I don't have cell service. <laughs> I get no repeat customers because they always get killed. <laughs> I couldn't understand why Haley isn't calling her on repeat. Like just over and over and being like, bitch, you got to help. There's a demon in my apartment, you know? Yeah. Uh, again, it's just, that's just a horror thing. It's just like, you know, like I, I'd rather if she tries and she's like, my phone isn't working. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they don't do that. But whatever. Like, 
I, I think I think you know if this movie is for you by now, right? Like you watch the trailer and you're either like, I want to watch this or I don't. Uh, I think if you are, look, if you don't like the found footage thing, I'm never going to convince you of it. You know, like this, this won't be for you. But if you're if you're down with that, then I you will enjoy it. I think Host. you could like it either way. Because like I said, I don't like found footage, but this is, since it's like real time footage or whatever, how Chris said it, it, it's not quite the same. You feel like you're just watching something happening versus like somebody holding up their cell phone. Yeah, I will say the the big difference is that the camera is much more stationary in this kind of movie. Like yeah. there are a couple parts where people, yeah, like the part with the selfie stick or when people walk around with their laptop, but most of the time the camera's just sitting there, you know, static. And 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 that that could be a thing that turns people off from found footage is all the shaky camera moves. I think that's what it is. It makes me dizzy. Yeah, that's fair. That makes a lot of sense. Cool. So I'm glad we watched this. Me this, too. this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's let's segue into 2014's Unfriended. Or is it 2013? I don't know. It depends. It's on your best of the decade list. Yeah, that doesn't mean I know everything about it. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like these two movies are in the same shooting competition. 2014. I was right. (laughs) These two movies are in the same shooting competition, and Host hit the target, didn't hit a bullseye, but did well, scored well, and fucking Unfriended turned around and shot at the audience. I'm not sure I understand. Yeah, I don't get the um, analogy. Okay, fine. I didn't like Unfriended. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I couldn't tell. So, I thought you were saying it was awesome. <laughs> um, Missy, what do you think of Unfriended? Um, I liked I liked Host a little a little more, but I like I liked Unfriended. I like I don't. It's not really my type of movie. Like I don't think it was fun, but it's also not nasty. So like I I wasn't like upset watching it because it's not like mean-spirited like um terrifier or something but it's also no fun did you find host fun um no but i think it's shorter and i didn't care about the characters <laughs> right but it's Unfriend- good. so un- unfriended is 83 minutes so it's it's running you Interesting. know I, I, did think it was fun. Good. I think the characters like the character work is fun yeah. i find it so interesting because these are the same movie guys they're the yeah. same fucking movie right. like, one is well done and one is trash and no, I, I don't think unfriended, unfriended is not trash <laughs> it's not trash at all i i like them both um like I, like they're just it's not what i would choose if i'm picking out a horror movie but it's good. It's objectively good. It, but it's not best of the decade good. Yeah. Look, I, w- I want to say that, like, I I regret some of my best of the decade choices. <laughs> right. Like, like, look, there are I, like I can't believe none of us said hereditary on any of our lists. Right? We didn't? Are you sure? Oh, I think we mentioned it. We just didn't want to be basic. Yeah. yeah I, I think I'm pretty sure were, I mentioned it, though. It was, I think Chris, I think it was on Chris's list. It was like number three for Chris. And it was in my list. I just didn't want to be basic. So the reason I look. I put unfriended at number 10, I think, or number nine, you know, like uh, I acknowledge that this and my other pick, which is another found footage movie, Grave Encounters are like, they are not quote unquote great movies, but I think they're doing something very clever and I'm awarding points to unfriended because it's the first, you know, screen life movie, which is the term for this genre. It invented the genre. Um, Would searching be under this? Sorry, what? Would Searching be under Screen Life movies too? Yeah, the same company that made Searching made Unfriended. Really? Okay, I think Searching is like a much better version of it. Like, I love Searching. But see, I totally disagree with you. Searching. Okay. I think Searching is very like. Here's the thing: I will never get tired of this format. Like, I really love. I believe that the the on your computer story. I think that's great. Um. So this this started. Uh. This is this is made by a company called Basilevs. And Basilevs is the company by Timur Bekmambetov. I hope I'm saying that right. So he did, you know, um, uh, Wanted 
and you know Nightwatch, right? And a couple other bigger. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I believe they're like a they're a Russian company, right? And so oh Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and, and Ben Hur. Yeah, the Ben Hur remake. Yes, yes, he directed that, which I think is considered one of the greatest financial failures of the last twenty years. <laughs> but okay, you know, um, and they also made Hardcore Henry, or at least were per, you know oh random it, which, okay. So this is kind of like what they do. They make, I mean, the, the director makes, you know, call it standard movies, but Basilev's is his production company. And he, uh, he, he, he teamed up with the director of uh, Unfriended, whose name is Leo Gabriadze. I hope I'm saying, I know I'm saying that wrong. And they were like, let's just make a whole movie that takes place on a screen. And this gave birth to this format, which led to obviously Unfriended 2, Dark Web, the movie Searching, which is like a more of a mystery thriller with, Literally maybe the one of the worst performances I've ever seen, Missy. I think who's <laughs> who's the who's the female cop in that from oh, uh, uh, Deborah Messing? Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that wasn't great. Look, I think Deborah Messing is maybe the most overrated actress working today. <laughs> she doesn't do and that much. That's what I'm saying, right? And it was like, <laughs> like this movie and Will and Grace is her whole career. So <laughs> she was in. She, I remember she was in some movie called like I think it was called The Wedding Date or something. Oh, that was you know, great. Like that. I love that movie. <laughs> And and to this day, I think that is the only movie I have ever walked out of. Oh, that's a great movie. Don't listen to Rodney. Dude, don't ever watch The Wedding Day. It's Dude. fantastic. I've seen that like 10 times. That does not surprise <laughs> me at all. Um, and so when she shows up in Searching, I I couldn't believe how bad she was. It was it was the worst acting I have ever seen from any. I mean, I, I've seen better acting in pornography. Like, I was like, I can't believe like. It, it, like John Cho is fucking great. He is so good in that movie and everyone else is good. But then she comes along and she's like, hi, I'm Detective Sanders and I'm going to help you find your son. And I'm like, lady, did you just get the script this morning? Because like, I do not believe you're a cop for a second. <laughs> um, anyway, we're not here to talk about searching. We're here to talk about Unfriended. Wowza. <laughs> so um, look, when I saw Unfriended in the, in the theater, I saw it with uh, three friends and out of the four of us, three of us really loved it. Right? We like, walked oh, out, yeah, we were like, scared. that was fucking creepy. That was cool. Our fourth friend couldn't stop going on about how much it was trash. He was just like, <laughs> he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That was horrible. That was like a, like, a, like a, an excuse for a horror movie, right? Mm. So I fully acknowledge that this movie is not for everyone. And I've, I've seen it a number of times since it came out. And I watched it again last night in prep for this episode. And while I was watching it last night, I, I started to, I could see the things that people probably don't like, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I'm excited to talk about that. But I don't change my opinion that I personally love this movie. I think it is a really clever way to tell a ghost story. I think it uses the screen life format in ways to show you character motivations in a new, uh, unique way. I think the biggest difference between these two movies is that host is 100% zoom. It's just all zoom. Whereas unfriended is a combination of a Skype call mixed with like, you know, instant messages and like, which is a little bit searching more like, yeah, like the, yeah, it is. The story is being told through a whole bunch of apps on a computer, a lot of Facebook stuff, which I liked. I thought YouTube. Yeah. Um, a lot of music, like um, different kinds of music players. Yeah, like the soundtrack of the movie is the main girl's mm-hmm. Spotify playlist. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, uh, let's just set up Unfriended. Unfriended was a major theatrical release. This is um, it's a, a universal major success, st- too. Yeah, huh? this is a Blumhouse movie. This is a universal movie. 
This movie cost a million dollars and it made 64 million. So Unfriended is a massive success. You know what I mean? It made 64 times its budget back. Jeez. Wow. We're here at Pod Forsaken covering movies that made 65 times their cost. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, again, I acknowledge that like a good box office is not a sign of a good movie, right? Yeah. But a lot of people turned out for this. I also want to point out that it's rated R, which I think is a really, it's an important thing to me, right? This movie is not just like a PG-13 teen thing. This, 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 they fucking swear. There are some brutal kills. So I don't know. I, I really dig it. But I, I'm curious to hear why you guys didn't respond to this movie and why you would respond to hosts and not, I'm sorry, hosts, singular, and not unfriended. I did like this. I mean, I'm not like Chris that thinks one is good and one's dog shit. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, I like, I, like, I think this was good without wanting to, like, rewatch it and, like, recommend it to everybody. But, like, I, I enjoyed it fine enough. I, I think for me, it's it's in those 30 minutes because where this this movie starts to drag when they're trying to, one, stretch out the conceit and, like, fill time of, like, how do we get to this exposition of the main character, Blair, saying what she needs to say, which, I again, I think that there are mo- moments within it that are kind of cool. Are you going to say moments? Moments. There are moments <laughs> which are kind of cow. And... They uh like like so one of the things they keep doing is like she's um going to aim or like I aming her boyfriend or messaging whatever uh and she'll like start to type something and then delete it and then type something else and in those moments you're seeing like you're getting a different rollout of information but the problem with that it, for me is strains the conceit because while this is happening literally they mute Skype and then everyone else is just sort of sitting there like bobbing around. They're not talking in the background. Yeah. They're just sitting and bobbing. No. Like, like yeah, fucking I NPCs. Annoyed. I like, they're all being silent. Shouldn't have the sound well, off. They're all just sitting there not talking. I agree with you in that. Here's the thing. The other people are talking. They are carrying a conversation. It's just that the movie is turning it. This well, is no, no, what no. you can you can make Skype. Uh, no, I, I buy that that happens. I'm just telling you, like when I would be like, this is weird. I'd look back at them and none of their mouths were moving. I don't know if you're right about that. Like, I mean, again, it, because the chat boxes are covering certain windows, you're not seeing everybody. You know, like you could be listening to one dude. who you, You're looking at a dude nod to what he's hearing as someone else is talking. Yeah, I think Chris like, is right. I, I think that I don't. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it didn't. It was weird, but. I still like that, like, we're getting to see her thought process, like, without, like, her spelling it out in the script, like, of, like, how she's, like, thinking about, like, different ways she wants to talk to her boyfriend and then, like, deleting it and, yeah, like, kind of her inner turmoil going on. I I like that we got to see all that. I took it to mean that, like, like, look, it does, it took me out of it a little bit to be, like, why am I not hearing the Skype call that's clearly happening? But I take it that it's, like, that is the main character's like you're in her mental state. And so she's so focused on, you know, chatting with her boyfriend in this moment that she's just not even paying attention to the call. Right. But um, then is it a screen life story or is it a character study? The, they're not independent things. It's a it's 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 but obviously a you're telling movie, me so. that I'm watching a screen. It, it, it's let me ask you this. Is it any different than if you just in The Conjuring when like someone walks down a hallway and on the soundtrack, you know, there's like a like a <laughs> like that's not really there in the scene right that's been added after to create ambiance and i i don't think there, it's like when we talked about i forget which found footage movie there was a found footage movie and there was music in it right yeah and on the one hand it it breaks the realism of it but if chris who is that person who doesn't know this is a fictional movie right like who's the person who's sitting there watching this being like 
oh my god, I can't believe all these people were killed by an online ghost, and now I'm finally seeing it. Uh, don't get me started on America in 2020. <laughs> um, but no, it's it. No, I think those two things are completely distinct because this entire thing, as you said, is a screen life movie. But no, it's not because it's not capturing stuff. It's now editing stuff around it. Whereas a movie, like movies as a storytelling convention, have all of these things added in, and it's like part of the language around it. When you're doing this and saying like, oh, the hook of this movie is it's all a computer screen. Well, no, it's not. You've like edited it and made it a movie. And it's like, it doesn't work for me because all of it feels extremely false. Let me ask you this. Besides the audio of the Skype call going in and out. I had no complaints. Was, so that, that's really <laughs> that's, that. That's no. the complaint of the whole movie? I, I, no, I, I think that. Uh, so let's, let's talk about the movie. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. Uh, it starts with a Skype call between Blair and her boyfriend, Mitch. And, and they Blair are is sexting. clearly she is clearly the main character because we're on her Mac and it says Blair whatever in the right. top right. Well, so we, right. actually, no, I'm sorry. It starts with Blair looking at live leak footage of uh, what's her name? Laura Barnes. Laura Barnes committing suicide in a way that I don't. Is she shoot herself? Yeah, it's like she's at like she's like in a yeah. park and she shoots herself in the chest with <laughs> she, a handgun. She shoots herself in the dumbest way. She I holds it out arm's length and aims at herself. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think you can be making jokes about this. It's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> I, but I, I don't think you can commit suicide effectively that way. Oh, you put the gun to your don't. Nobody commits suicide, but if you're, she obviously has what looks like a nope, snub nose thirty five. <laughs> And she's aiming at herself. Her fingers would depress the trigger. The recoil would make the barrel aim higher and she would like shoot over her shoulder or in her cheek. It's dumb. Dude, I'm with you. I, 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 I don't disagree. I have no idea why that's the why she shoots herself in the chest with a handgun in a park. You know, and like, to me, that was like, uh oh, we're off to a bad start. But also <laughs> that is a way people kill themselves. People kill themselves in all kinds of weird ways, you know? I see. I don't know. It was a weird video. It was hard to see exactly what was going on, but like yeah. I don't get why they don't they didn't just go with like standard gun to the temple, right? Like that's much easier to to like it's it's not even like they show much. Like you see the gun go off and then, you know, the camera shakes and you kind of really don't get to people start running. So it doesn't linger on the suicide. But the point is it's setting up the idea that this teenage girl killed herself in front of everyone. And then you quickly learn that it's because of this video that went viral of her basically getting drunk at a party. Here we go. And I'm going to be a fucking okay. asshole. Here we go. White paper. Forensic issues and suicidal single gunshot injuries to the chest. An autopsy study. 59 cases found. It's a relatively uncommon means of suicide. Every single one of them was the gun was right next to their skin. It's stupid. <laughs> this is a stupid movie. No, it's not that was just a weird 10 seconds no it's not a stupid movie it's just every 15 seconds something stupid happens <laughs> i I, <laughs> I just look i disagree I don't know why like you feel so I, differently about these two movies chris they're very similar that, because it's one, literally it's only the same movie i know it's I the understand. same movie one is one done well like one is the the equivalent of like an off-broadway performance the other one is like a middle school performance of the same play <laughs> Why is it objectively I just, better than the other? That's just how it is. I mean, according to the internet and the reviews, you're correct, right? More people seem to like hosts. I just find it 
really weird because they're the same fucking thing. They're both people sitting there staring into their camera. Oh, you know what it screaming is? Screaming and crying while a ghost kills them. Here's here's part of what it is, is that this movie. So the broad strokes of the movie. Yeah, let's just. Yeah, let's get set up. Uh, So Lily and excuse me, Blair, Blair, her, I think her name well, is Blair, Blair Lily. Lily. Yeah, she's got so, two first names. Blair is sexting or video chat sexting, whatever the term would be. Mitch. Video, Mitch, her boyfriend. What's the term? V- video? Sex, Why sex, can I not think of vi- vi- it's not sexting? She's visting him. Yeah, <laughs> she's into visting, and he's like got a knife. And she starts to get like really turned on this by the idea of weird. him. Weird. Yeah. She. Yeah. Yeah. Why is this weird? She's like, get your knife back. Like, well, he, she, she, he's like, take off your shirt, and she's like, make me. And then he has a knife, and he's like pointing at the camera. He's like, I'll fucking cut your shirt off. And yeah, it's like turning her on and she starts taking her shirt off. Like nothing about that is unbelievable. To okay, me. Rodney, we know too much about you now. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a, it's like, like that is not a, we don't have to make this whole show, but like what is wrong with, it's almost like you're, you're kink shaming the main character of the film because she's turned on by her boyfriend being kind of creepy. Like yeah. it's her boyfriend. Yeah, they clearly like, I just, I, you know, I feel like I just don't buy it over Skype. You know, it's like if you're in the in or around each other physically but like there's something weird about it being like ooh, he pointed the the thing at the computer screen <laughs> well yeah dude i i agree it's yeah it's it's obviously it's like you're not really gonna like you're not really gonna stab me with that because you're <laughs> not here <laughs> but like again they're their boyfriend and girlfriend they're just like having like a kinky time yeah. so then know? then they get a they see an incoming skype call from a group of friends and they say no 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 we're busy sexting so visiting each other and then it connects <laughs> anyway yes yeah and and so basically now we meet the cast of the film which is like uh, you know, they don't need to have names, but there's like Adam, who is Mitch's best friend. And these two are basically interchangeable characters. <laughs> there's like blonde girl. I think her name is Jess. And then there's um, chubby comic relief guy named Ken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a mystery person. Oh, yes. That's on there that we there's no picture or anything. It's right. just like, OK, well, who's that? Right. And it's it's Billy is the name. And so this is also one of the things that really bumped me is that everyone's like, yo, Billy, who's Billy? What's Billy? And then like, <laughs> What's and Billy? then Blair is like, Billy was Laura's online name. And everyone's still like, yo, who's Billy? What's Billy? Why is it Billy? And it's like, she just explained that. And apparently it's like her Gmail. It's her Skype. Like none of you got see that it's laura barnes or like can accept that well laura barnes no. has been dead for years it's, it's the one sure, year anniversary sure, sure. of laura barnes's mm-hmm. death nobody right. is going to immediately jump to clearly the ghost of laura barnes is right. here but it's it's somebody who has access to laura barnes's account right but they still there's still a lot of like screen time dedicated to them being like the host why billy who's the billy and it's like <laughs> what? they're in laura barnes's account <laughs> Yeah, no, but they're what, like, who is using the account? Yeah, they want to know who mm. is the person who has hacked into Laura Barnes' account. They know it's not. They don't think it's Laura. I got to tell you, Chris, I know you're bitching, but you'd be bitching a lot more if they looked it up <laughs> and they said, oh, Billy 2211 is Laura Barnes. I guess the ghost of Laura Barnes is here. Hi, Laura. Sorry, you're dead. <laughs> but I'm not asking And then for you'd that. be sitting here being like, that doesn't make any sense. You know, that'd at least be interesting. They're, they're clearly <laughs> asking... Hey, anonymous stranger yikes, who's hacked yikes, into yikes. our Skype call. Who the fuck are you? What do you yeah. want? Well, and then so basically as they're trying to figure out who this is, they keep noticing that they're like computers like they can't leave the Skype call. They can't like ignore the person or like can't all their, their every single app is like hacked in some way mm-hmm. where they, they can't do what they want to do. Which I was like, eh, all right, fine, whatever. I, I just wasn't into that as a conceit. Ah, uh, see, that's well, the thing. Well, Th- I that- think that it makes sense. 
I, I think that they like they do it in a way that like convinces you that if you leave you're going to either one you can't because it'll prevent you in some way or someone will get hurt like what i know I like, it's crazy but like you can't just close your laptop dude I, yeah, I'm because she look, threatens to kill people that's the thing it, it at least in this movie the explanation is if you leave this call i will kill you whereas yeah. in whereas in hosts There's there no is threat. no reason why anyone should be sitting in their room yeah right if but it's anything like, unfriended when, makes more sense but once things really go off the rails in host, there's really just like, yes, people should have called the police in host. But once things really go off the rails, like most of the people are like, OK, they acknowledge that there seems to be something supernatural happening, whereas these people for a long time believe that it is a hacker who is doing this. Right. Uh, so at, at a certain point, like if a hacker is like if somebody says it's a supernatural thing, there's a demon that's going to kill you. You have to stay on your computer. OK, I buy that versus. Uh, there's a hacker who's hacked in. Okay, cool. I'm going to close my computer and call the police. Because they, do call, they do call the police. They yeah. try like no, they, way later. Well, they call um, on for the the redhead calls the police. Yes. That comes right. in. So, it, uh, yeah, a, another girl ends up joining this call a little bit after. Her name is Val. It's clear that some of them like her. Some of them don't. Um, uh, no, the main girl's the only one that likes her. Everyone else oh. hates her. Really? Every, okay. I, Everyone else hates her. I know Ken hates her because he straight up says, like, I hate that fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, here's what I'm saying. For the first bit of this movie, Billy, the, uh, not, the, the creepy Skype call caller, does nothing. Like, like she's not chatting. She's just a, an extra square in their Skype call. And they do exactly what I would expect characters to do. They all hang up and they try calling again like Billy doesn't go away. And then they're like, how about I call you one at a time? And they, I think that's, what's clever is that the characters are doing what mm -hmm. I would expect real people to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if I called you guys over, over, if we were doing this right now and there was a fourth person in our call, yeah. I'd be like, we have some kind of glitch. Let's hang up. And after we did it four times, I think uh -huh. if I, I was just still stay on the Skype call with you guys and be like, I guess this person's just our fourth now. <laughs> but but why not? Like, they think it's a glitch. They're just like, it's just a weird fucking problem. And like, they're not like hatching a plan to bomb the Senate, right? They're just like teenagers hanging out. So who gives a fuck if there's some spy? But why not? I, I just don't understand, like, why they don't just hang up from Skype and go like, hey, let's just have like a group call on the phone, because then you wouldn't have a movie because it's a screen life movie. Right. But because this is look, I'm not I don't know what teenagers do, but this group of teens loves hanging out on fucking Skype. This is their thing. Like, you're right. At the end of the day, the answer to your question is it doesn't bother them the way it bothers you, right? They don't care that there's this person just like hanging out in their chat room. Yeah. I also find it weird that they say it's the anniversary of. of yeah, uh, it's the one year anniversary. But Correct. it's not because she keeps getting emails from her that are dated in February. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. annoying. I didn't see that. That's, Wait, that's what do you mean? Uh, she, like she emails her uh, when Val kills herself and the email is dated from February. Oh, really? Yeah, I can show you a screen grab. I mean, look, I believe. Yeah, show me a screen grab. Prove it, Chris. <laughs> okay. Chris is usually on top of this type of thing. <laughs> but like, it's just, I, look, it just here's, it feels sloppy. It's a sloppy movie. Look, you're, you're. I mean, that is one thing you've said that's sloppy. I, I actually don't. I don't. That's the think, only sloppy thing. I I don't think it's sloppy. I think there are there are problems with it. I acknowledge that, and I'm happy to talk about them. But for me, I think the movie is actually quite tight. Like, like when she says, forward me the email and she goes and her forward button just isn't there. And yeah, I think I, that's I just I feel like if you looked at that and you're like, OK, clearly my computer is hacked. Somebody has hacked into every part of my computer. Let me stop engaging with my computer. 
Right. But then her friend, Ken, is like, yo, download this like anti-Trojan program. It will help. And then, you know, they fucking do that and they think they get rid of her. Right. But I feel like in another movie, they'd all be like, all right, let's everybody get off our laptops. Let's all go over to Ken's house and like, let's talk this out or some shit. I just I don't. It's just weird. Like, it's not pandemic. You can go to each other's houses. Yeah, but she starts making threats once like the redhead Val, once she well, we're getting to spoilers. But once something happens to one one of the characters, they they start believing this person. They don't believe it's Laura, but they believe that somebody can actually fuck with them and is threatening them and says, if you know, if any of them sign off they're going to be next basically right. like like up until that point i have no idea why these people are all on this call that's the difference in hosts they're yeah. all there for a seance right and i i get why they're not leaving it, it's, like the, they're not it's like the opposite it's like the opposite problem why are you know? they hanging out in person that's why i didn't get like why on a friday night why are these friends on a zoom call or well, we don't they're gonna call. plan some cyberbullying. Well, we don't know it's a friday <laughs> night it's unclear what Fair night enough. Could if this be, could be yeah. it could be a tuesday night on a school night you know according to this it's a thursday night in february <laughs> there you go it's a thursday night so it's a school night okay like like look i i'm 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 with you in that yeah why aren't they fucking hanging up why are they all here but like that's the plot of the fucking movie and again very quickly the ghost spoilers it's a ghost right like the ghost is like yo if you fucking leave you'll die and val i think it's val right she she fucking leaves and then it like that part is i think that part is really creepy it like cuts back to her and she's just like staring into the camera and it looks like her camera is frozen and they're like yo Val your camera's all fucked someone call her and they call and you see her like cell phone like vibrating across the table in front of her and you realize that her camera's fine she's just not moving I will say that like it's implied that she like drank a bunch of fucking like Clorox or something did you catch that yeah 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 bleach like there's a big thing of bleach sitting there yeah Yeah. she wanted to cure COVID but I don't (laughs) I don't know why they don't just show that right like I think the one of my critiques (laughs) in the movie is that since there's only a couple kills, they're they don't linger on them as much as they should, you know? Like you're Oh like yeah. You're, it's it's literally it's like twenty minutes of like them yelling at each other and then five five frames of them like mashing a blender into their face. Right. The the blender is obviously the most brutal part. And even that happens very quick. Like it's gross but fast. But like it I think the easiest effect in the world is to just like put some water in a Clorox container and have your actress drink yeah. it on screen, right? Yeah. So why like imply it? When because they show like, her, she's just like sitting there, it looks like her cam is frozen, but she's like sitting there like dead sitting up basically. Right. And then like she like falls over and knocks over the camera, the, the laptop, and by this point, they have called the police and the, the cops, police come in. Yeah. And they're saying all these like pol- different codes. And so um, they're like looking them up online. What all the police codes mean? And they're like, wait, the 50, 52, 50. That's a suicide. What? That can't be right. And yeah. And like Blair is like looking through a police codes list to figure out what the numbers mean. I will say one thing that like is interesting is because this movie is now six years old. It's weird to like look at the old Facebook layout, you know, <laughs> like the way Gmail used to look. Those things have it's not that it's not that they aged poorly. It's just like it's it's weird because it feels now old. Right. Yeah. So of a different era. But that's true of a lot of things. A lot of movies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Internet in movies from the 50s. It's <laughs> but I think um, uh, I had another point along these lines, but I, I totally I totally forgot. They, they fucking call the cops. Oh, oh, like I can't I have a hard time getting past how no one knows how to use sh- like keyboard shortcuts. Right. Yeah. So like instead of using like Apple C that's for nerds. Like every time she wants to copy something, you have to like watch her right click the menu and then be like copy. 
and then click menu paste right uh, i would love to see her like mouse jump one time and she's like copy print damn it <laughs> <laughs> but i just think that like again i think it's really clever like when i saw this movie i had never seen anything like this like the fact that she's like talking to her boyfriend and she gets like a fucking message from laura barnes you know mm-hmm. and it's like a link and the link sends her to like whatever uh like she's like it'd be a shame if your secret got out and it's like a it's like a picture of her and adam her boyfriend's best friend like in bed together you know with like shitties mid mid 2010s meme meme language over it yeah it's like i can has dick burger <laughs> it's not actually what it says <laughs> <laughs> look when i was my wife watched this for the first time with me right and there were multiple times when she made some kind of comment along the lines of that's cool right? Like every time a little Facebook message would pop up from Laura Barnes, I could, my wife said like, Ooh, and when she couldn't use the forward button, she was like, Oh, that's clever. And I think this movie is full of playing with your expectations. Like the part, the whole, po- the whole point of calling unfriended is they're like, why don't you unfriend Laura Barnes on Facebook? And she goes there and like the unfriend button is like grayed out and she can't do it. And I was like, that's so fucking creepy. How do they do that? Like, like, do they get have to have like a programmer? Like, how do they so do that? I know the answer to this. the The answer is that what you're they found looking, a ghost. They're not actually using like Facebook. They are recreating Facebook. Like, like they have like a like a you know like a graphic designer create their own version of it because it's technically in the public domain, so they can show it, right? But like, they basically just recreate it and remove the things they want to remove. Hmm. Okay. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it is. Again, I, I know there are rules about like what sites they can't, they have to do research on like what sites can be open, you know? And there's like little, there's little Easter eggs. I think like uh, you see that she has like a tab open for MTV's, was it Scream or? Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf, it was Teen Wolf. And I'm like, clearly MTV gave some money to have a Teen Wolf tab open for the entire fucking movie, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, very quickly you find out that like, I mean, shocker, it's, it's either like a, uh, a ghost pretending to be Laura Barnes, or it's actually Laura Barnes's ghost. And she is trying to wreak havoc amongst these people. But like, dude, I'm with you, Chris. Why? Like, like, I understand that like Val killed herself, but Blair is like, she has seizures. I think she just had a seizure, right? Yeah. So at this point, I'd probably just close my laptop. I'd probably close my laptop by guy, be like, guys, I'll see you at lunch tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm out. Right. But I do think they're just, a, they're, they're terrified of, of of this ghost maybe being real and killing one of them. And then things start to escalate quickly to the point that like you have to start believing it's real. Like when Ken finds the camera in the corner. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, I mean look, I, I don't know how to explain it because the whole movie falls under ghosts can do creepy things. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Because basically like yeah, like one of the Skype call images is like a it's like a, a shot of a camera from like the ground looking through some kind of grate. And Ken starts moving around his room and realizes that this is in the corner of his room. And like he 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 like is basically looking into the camera, but doesn't actually see a camera. Right. So like what is transmitting? I don't it's like a ghost camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't like I just chalked it up to an extra creepy thing in the movie. Right. Like yeah. it would be it'd be less scary if he was like, guys, why is there a GoPro in my corner? <laughs> yeah. Or I feel like it would have been a nice moment if he was like, there's nothing there, but then he can see it on the computer screen. Yeah, I no, it, it, I think the camera just cuts away and we don't see Ken for a little bit. And then when it comes back well, to yeah. him, he's now like shoving his hand into his blender. Yeah, that boy needs to learn how to make a milkshake. <laughs> he, 
he really fucked it up. Yeah. No, no, no. The hand goes in last, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he like ends up shoving the the spinning blade into his neck and that kills him. Yeah. And like during this, Blair is researching like ghosts and like she goes to this web page that's like, you know, spooky. Message pos- from the dead. Right. It basically says like, yo, if you get a message from the dead, like don't write back. Otherwise, it can possess you and make you kill yourself. And I'm like, oh, no, okay. if you get a chain email, you got to forward that to 10 of your friends. <laughs> Or else spooky Laura couldn't get you. No matter, like, what she Googled about, like, Laura or being dead. It was always that, the promo. Yeah, it was always the first thing that came up. Which, to me, would be, like, I think that's also part of it, is I don't like any of these characters, because they're all trash people. They the are, characters yeah. are. Um, but, like, she kept getting, it's obviously, it says, like, what you gotta do is you gotta confess. And then she just refuses to confess and throws everyone else under the bus. Well, you think she's confessing because she does like apo- like apologize and stuff, but not yeah. for everything. Right. Well, I mean, first of all, I, one of the big issues that that the, we haven't really talked about is that the movie is actually like about cyberbullying, you know? Right. And which. Wow. I can't believe somebody made the comment that cyberbullying is bad. <laughs> well, dude, this like, was also four years ago, six years ago, six years ago, <laughs> like you know, you can you can say that same dismissive tone about Blood Diamond and be like, I can't believe someone had to point out that child soldiers are bad. Right. But like, yeah, but that's not like something that is sort of uh, self-evident in our culture. But again, this was six years ago. It's a lot more commonplace. Yeah. Talk about see, it a lot more now. Things were different six years ago, Chris. No, they weren't. I think they're exactly the same. Cyberpunk <laughs> was like barely frowned upon six years ago. It, it just occurred to me when I when I watched this, like how terrible it must be to be a teenager today for in this area. Right. Cause like, like when I was a teenager, yeah, like I went to parties and got really drunk and did stupid things. Right. But like that rumor, you know, not rumor, like that story might be spread the next day at school and people might be joking about it, but there was no fucking like video evidence that people uploaded to YouTube that forever followed me until my dying day, you know? And that's what the whole movie is about, is that basically someone uploaded this really embarrassing video of Laura Barnes and it, it drove her like to, it made everyone make fun of her nonstop and she killed herself. And like, uh, while we're sort of joking about this subject, that fucking happens, right? It's really like, scary. Yeah. Yeah. People do not move into haunted houses for real, but like, I mean, not that I'm aware of, but in real life, people kill themselves because they're bullied online by their peers. And that's horrible. Absolutely. I know. And I think that's part of it too, is that I think for a movie that's like getting very much on a soapbox about that, I, I think it's kind of confused, right? Because it's like we're following these trash characters who did this, but then we're also not—I'm not sure what the line the movie's towing is. So these people are bad because they've done this, and this is a bad thing. Therefore, they should be punished. But the only punishment that they get is literally each of them has like maybe a second of on-screen punishment, and then it's another thirty second, thirty minutes of them like crying as their video screen buffers. And it's just like I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be like experiencing as the audience here. So I'm not really scared. I hate these people, but then I'm also like not getting the the visceral satisfaction of watching them get punished. I, I look, I I will stand by you that I don't know why the on-screen deaths are so fast, right? Like, again, it's not that they're that much longer in host, but like you do watch that dude burn alive much longer. But most people die in that movie very quickly. Yeah, I don't think that that's what she was going for was like, I know for like a horror movie, we want like, you know, the the on screen death. But I think what they were trying to do in this movie was to just like expose them, expose all their secrets. So they would all realize that like they're all pieces of garbage and they're not each other's real friends and just make them feel embarrassed. Like, I think she just wanted them to feel embarrassed. 
Right. And I, I mean, I guess that's also like just for me as a taste thing, like the fact that like there's what, like a 20 minute long sequence of them playing Never Have I Ever. And it's like, Never Have I Ever kicked Blair's dad in the balls. Oh, no, <laughs> you did kick his dad in the balls. Oh, see, you hate him. It's like all of the shit that, that gets revealed is like so fucking low stakes high school bullshit. It's not. Which- it's like, oh, never have I ever like slept with my best friend's boyfriend. Like, yeah, whatever. people it, get cheated on. Oh no, your high no. school boyfriend. What? No, dude. Be- well, first the of all, love of your life. Oh my god, Chris. Someone's gonna <laughs> fucking punch you, dude. Like, oh, it, it means nothing to you because you are fucking sixty years old now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't love anything. But when you're fucking seventeen, your high school sweetheart is like the most important thing in I your. I know. There's a world. lot of a lot of emotions and, there. Yeah, and, and what, what, the other one's like never ever ever like turn my friend into the cops and like yeah. <laughs> for the one selling dude, the one, weed. <laughs> the one dude fucking stole the 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 one girl stole eight hundred dollars from the one guy. Yeah, and the, right. dude, the other one, they're yeah. all shit bags. Yeah, the other one crashed the other one's car and let the girl like take the rap for it. Like <laughs> right, but so then when they get killed, I don't feel scared. I don't feel sad. I feel like kind of vindicated but then also just kind of bored because it's like i'm not actually as i said i'm not getting the satisfaction of watching them get punished because all we get is like a flash frame of her like you know with a fucking l on her head and then they're gone well they're getting the the punishment of realizing that they're shitty and that they deserve to be punished and i think no one likes to believe they're bad and the punishment is realizing that there's a ghost that's going to kill you in about 10 minutes and you just have to like deal with it yeah and like feeling bad and like acknowledging that you did something that was wrong. Like it's hard yeah. for people to acknowledge that. Look, I I want to I want to just reiterate. I get why I get why you have negative feelings about this movie. And I get why people don't like it. But it's also but you get why I like it, right? Like I guess I will permit you because we live in America to enjoy the things you enjoy. <laughs> if this were Saudi Arabia, you no one friended. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> I uh, look, I think the part where they play Never Have I Ever goes on way too long. I, I, I like I feel like a third of the movie is them playing Never Have I Ever. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, like, can we just get to someone getting killed? Like, it's a lot of them crying and screaming and accusing each other. And I, I do think at that point I would just fucking run out the door. I'm going to keep saying that. Right. <laughs> um, but I want to go. I want to just back up a second, because at the beginning of the movie, I like that it spends a little time with just Mitch and Blair and you get to feel that they genuinely love each other. And she says to him, like, hey, I've decided that, like, I want my first time to be with you on prom night, right? And he's really excited. And they set up the fact that, like, she's a virgin and this is a big deal. So later when it's revealed that she actually lost her virginity to his best friend and had sex with him multiple times, that is a that that would fucking slap you in the fucking face, dude. Yeah, it's, that's a major that was rough. That was rough. that's a major thing. Matt, yeah. Imagine and we don't fu- even get to see her get killed. It's implied. You don't get to yeah, see the but, two girls that they both end the same fucking way. Yeah. But you don't yeah. seem to mind that you don't I, get to see. In I, fact, I, I know that is one of my complaints. I wish I got to see Emma die or Gemma, 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 Gemma and Haley. You don't see either of them die. Yeah. I mean, Haley fucked up, but it's like Gemma's the, the real, the real POS. It's, there. it's both their faults. Haley shouldn't have been putting together an online yeah. seance. Haley shouldn't have <laughs> been friends with Gemma. It's her fault. She shouldn't have been. That girl's the worst friend. Actually, she looks quite nice compared to these friends in Unfriended. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very true. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, one by one, you come to realize that all of these people have had something to do with Laura Barnes's suicide, right? Like the one girl 
or, or did they did the one girl like we find out that that mitch the boyfriend he's the one who posted the video of her like yeah shitting her pants and then you oh you find out that everyone else created fake usernames and like made mean comments on the video yeah. were like laura barnes you should kill yourself you're disgusting right uh and so it's i kind of get why rough. laura is quite pretty upset. rough pretty rough yeah yeah, I mean, I, I just also find it weird, like, if it's that bald-faced, that, like, there wouldn't be any, like, investigation of how that happened. Wait, there probably was. It's not, the movie doesn't say that there wasn't an investigation. Yeah, but then she would have been found to have been the person who did it. But she didn't do anything, like. She like, did, she posted it. Yeah, but she didn't yeah, murder yeah. her. She didn't actually murder her, like. If I fucking. Right, it's, but there have been anti-cyberbullying laws for a while. I don't know when those went into effect in the late 2000s. Oh, God, Chris, it's just so <laughs> weird. It is fucking mind boggling to me that like Zoom call with demon gets the Chris stamp, but Skype call with dead ghosts like, nope, that's a fucking Chris <laughs> is out. Go fuck yourself. It's only because it's only because I said I liked this one. Absolutely. You don't like <laughs> I actually love this movie. <laughs> um, so. I look, dude, I, I'm with you. The, a lot of this movie is them crying and screaming and uh, the ghosts saying kind of weird, spooky things. But I like like how the ghosts will be like, you have 30 seconds to answer and the little timer is counting down. That's creepy. I don't know. I think it's just a really cool way to tell a story, you know? Yeah. Um, that's what it comes down to. Like, look, I, I like Unfriended too as well, although I admit that's not nearly as good. Anyone? No one's the same, right? Everyone. No, it's a, it's a you, you could watch them in either order. It's Unfriended 2. Okay is uh it's basically about a bunch of friends that stumble upon like an online snuff room you know like where people mm. get murdered for real it's been a while since i've seen it but the i think the difference is unfriended too it's like about a like a serial killer that's coming after them right there's no supernatural element to part two which makes it harder to believe because you're like wait some dude's just like driving around in his car and like finding these people you know yeah i don't want to spoil it though for those who are going to see it there's an explanation but you know like look do you guys I mean, yeah, at the end of the movie, it's revealed that that Blair, who's been pretending to be this nice girl this whole time, she's the one who took the video of Laura Barnes, you know, passed out, covered in shit. And you're right. Like she she never actually confesses that it's her, which, again, I, I think that's stupid. Like at a certain point after after two of your friends have killed yourself, it's probably time to be like, I beg your forgiveness. Yeah. I, I uploaded the video. Yeah, she right. just, the ghost clearly knows things. Exactly. It's like, <laughs> I clearly, you know, I did it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like there's also like, there's like a weird throwaway thing in the beginning where I, I liked the idea of this, where um, Blair is like continually typing and then she'll delete what she wrote to, to rephrase it. And through that, you see, you get a little sense of a deeper story there. So I thought that was a good idea. But there's something she says in the beginning. I think she's when she's messaging Mitch. She's like, oh, everyone's so hard on on uh, Laura. She's like, why? Well, it's like when we were kids. Then she deletes that. She's like, well, her uncle, da-da-da. And you're like, oh, like her uncle like yeah. uh, molested both of them or something. And that's just sort of like thrown out there and then just sort of like walked away. I don't think her uncle molested both of them. I think her uncle molested Laura Barnes. Yeah. And she starts to type that. And it thinks and then it's er too private. And then and yeah, and then erases it and just said she had family issues. Yeah. Yeah. So again, it I, I it has no plot relevance, right? Like there the uncle shit is never explored again or discussed. I right. assume her I assume somewhere else in the world her uncle is getting murdered on his own Skype call, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> um 
but um, I just I find that like a weird thing to like throw in there, especially considering that she's the one who did this. And it's like you're an extra trash person. I think that she feels really guilty and wants to try to defend her if she can, because it's the only thing she can do to make herself feel better. Yeah, I mean, look, the movie, it clearly says that like these two used to be close friends because you see like they do like Halloween together and shit and they have pictures that are like best of friends. But it doesn't really dive into what caused them to start falling apart. Right. Like like. Like, Chris, no matter how drunk you got at a party, I would never post a video of you shitting yourself unless you had really done something to anger me. And the movie doesn't go into that. You know what I mean? But wait, you wouldn't? <laughs> I'm just honestly, if I had that video, I would just ask you for a lot of money. I'd be like, look, Chris, <laughs> give me money or this is going online, bud. <laughs> but I, I do think there's one other part we have to talk about that is really dumb. I, I can't get past this. It's the chat roulette part. Which yeah, you wanted. yeah. <laughs> well, that's because chat roulette is a thing. Yeah, well, first of all, is chat roulette still a thing? I've never Probably. used Probably. Probably, right? It's got to be. So chat roulette, if you don't know, right, it's like you go there and it just randomly connects you with a random person somewhere in the world to video chat. And you either, if you, you chat or you click next and it randomly connects you to someone else. And so after several people have, have died and there's clearly a ghost and everyone's screaming and crying, she's like, I got I got to call for help. But instead of using her phone to call for help, she goes on chat roulette and just keeps like trying to connect with someone. And she's just connecting obviously with a bunch of like randos who are like, hi, a dude's trying to show his dick. And then finally she connects with some girl and she's like, I'm in Fresno, California. And there's someone in the house. You got to call the Fresno police and tell them to come. And I, for the life of me, I'm like, why? I don't understand. <laughs> why is this happening? Right. It's missing a moment where she tries to use her phone and the phone doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, I must have, I'm assuming that's what happened, but they really should have had that scene in there because it was really dumb. <laughs> it's really dumb. I can't, I, I, nothing I can say about that. It, it was dumb and it goes on for a long time. Um, but uh, I, again, I just assume whatever she, like I, she doesn't even try to look up, like, can I call 911 from my computer? Right. Her, her just like, Gut reaction is like, I need the cops. Best thing to do is find another person somewhere in the world and have them call the cops for me. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, eventually, one by one, they all die. I, I like the part with the with the printouts. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cool. But I don't I don't want to get all lawyery on it. But it, it they just said, like, if you show this to them, they'll die. Right. If you show it this says, to the if, screen, if you reveal, if you reveal this, this note. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, why couldn't you just be like, hey, she sent me a note that says this. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, be because they're all scared teenagers, you know? Yeah. But, like, basically, yeah, um, I think Adam and Blair, their printers each print something. And at this point, Mitch, is has he realizes that his, his girlfriend's been cheating on him with his best friend. And, you know, basically, he's like, show me what those fucking notes say. And they're like, we can't show you. We can't. And then she's kind of a bitch for showing it. Like he basically yells at her so much. She goes, okay. And it says like, if you reveal this, uh, Adam will die. And then Adam instantly pulls out a gun and like blows his head off. And yeah. again, it's very quick, barely shows it. And uh, I was like, you know, if you knew, but you already know that that will happen. So maybe you should just insist on not showing. They, the you note. also know that he's going to blow his brains out at some point because he's been waving a gun around the whole movie. Right. Yeah. Yes. He basically is just, he's drunk at home and he has a gun. What happens to, to uh, Jess, she like shoves a, a um, oh a uh, hair straightener like yeah like a hair curl a curling iron or yeah, hair straightener yeah. thing down, her, down throat. her throat yeah that was pretty and gross it, yeah, yeah. I, I just felt like that was such a missed thing though because it's like she then sends a picture that's just like I guess she finally shut the fuck up yeah like, I 
that could have been so much punchier. They could have, they could have like, they could have just actually shown her throwing, like pushing it down her throat with like, you know, and like, like add some CG of like steam and shit coming out of her mouth. Like, yeah. it just shows the after effect of her death. And I, I really don't know if that was a budgetary thing or if they were like splitting the difference between a PG-13 and an R. Like, I just don't know why the movie doesn't, like it has no problem showing a dude shove his chin onto a blender blade, right? So <laughs> maybe... Who knows? Maybe it just didn't look good. Yeah, that's yeah. a valid point. Yeah, that must have been where the scene went when she tried to call the cops and it didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't even remember. How does how does how does Mitch die? He... Uh, knife. Knife. Yeah, he puts the knife down on the table and oh, slams right. his head into it. That's right. Yes. Oh yeah. It's Chekhov's gun and Chekhov's. Right knife. when when she admits that Mitch is the one that posted the video. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so finally, you're left with with Blair, who at this point everyone's dead and she's still sitting in her dark room crying into her camera and then like the the laptop folds down and like for, two hands push it down right and we are basically in real movie mode for about one second as the ghost of laura barnes like lunges at camera and then we go to credits yeah um which again i, I kind of feel like that's the only way these movies can end you, you end on a jump scare you yeah. roll the credits and you say go home you know yeah yeah i guess like look if this were a call it a if you removed the screen life element of it i think this is a mediocre movie right like some of the writing doesn't make sense uh, it slows down in places the, you're right the kills aren't very aren't aren't on screen long enough but for me it is the screen life element of it that elevates it for me right it's like that's such a cool premise to me and was this the it, first one to do it this is the first it's the first feature film at least in america it's cool know, it's really cool like i i enjoy that's why i enjoyed all you know searching included all three of these kind of screen movies it's a different way to tell a story and it feels real yeah like i there had been uh it isn't a not apparently according to Wikipedia, the first one was from 2002 called The Collingswood Story. I've never even heard of that. There's also a 2012 movie called The Sick Thing That Happened to Emily When She Was Younger. That's a great title. And this thing called The Den. So there are three movies before this that no one's really heard of, I guess. But this is the first like theatrically released one of these movies. And I just remember sitting in the theater being like, this is such a brilliant fucking idea. Yeah. So, but I, I really, I was really genuinely surprised by like all the negative reviews. And I, I just can't quite understand why people don't like this movie, but I've seen I, it four I think times it's pacing now. Primarily, that's fair. Where it's like, if this were a fifty-seven movie that just like moved, I might probably like it more. Yeah, fair. Well, I'm I'm good talking about this. I feel like you know we've uh, we've talked about. Why don't you two lock off? I'm gonna talk for about twenty <laughs> minutes. Right. Hey, wait, who's this? Who's this fourth person that just joined the oh, channel? Guys, oh, let's all Billy. try signing out and signing back in. What's his? Oh, he's uploading a video. It says Chris don't click Shit, on it. Don't click Chris on it. Chris Shitty Pants. What's that? Oh, <laughs> no one watched oh, it. I I definitely didn't upload that to you guys. <laughs> Tell me what you think. <laughs> it says if you keep recording, I'm gonna kill you all. So I guess we should go. <laughs> okay, I'm hungry anyways. That works. <laughs> so all right. Look, thank you guys for humoring me and listening or watching this one. Look between the two, I still like unfriended more, but like. I'm willing to acknowledge, I think Host is probably the better movie in terms of being scary. Mm -hmm. I just, like, if Host, here's my, if Host ran 90 minutes, I think you would give it to Unfriended. I think Host wouldn't be able to sustain itself for that long. I agree. No. Yeah. 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 Uh You know, again, like I said, should this have been on my top 10 horror movies of the decade? Probably not. This would probably (laughs) be in the top, like, 15 or 20. I just, like, I just think it was very fucking cool. And uh, I acknowledge that if, if, listener, if you haven't seen Unfriended, you might hate this movie and like I wouldn't I wouldn't fault you for that. <laughs> but uh, I guess maybe watch host 
first. And if you're like, God, I love this. I want more then you watch Unfriended. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I give them both my stamp of approval. So I, I thank you, Rodney, for making us yeah, watch them. Of course. Uh, anything else either of you want to say about any of these things? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, next week, we're doing His House on Netflix. Go watch it. We'll talk about it next week. All right. Yeah, that I'm excited for. Yeah. Bye. Bye, Bye everyone. Hey, thanks for listening to the episode. If you could uh, like, subscribe, and share this episode, that'd be great. If you want to share your feedback with us, we can be reached at podforsakenpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah!